Shalom to all. Today's office is Yushalmi Shviyas Tavchav Tess, and we are talking about a quarter way into the Amud with the brand new halacha, halacha Gimel, and a village of Zadaf, it's on Yud Aleph Amud Aleph, and today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarabas, Yaakov Moshe, her Nishama should have an Aliyah. And the Mishnah says, One is allowed to contract a plowed field from a guy on Shemitah, but not from a Yid. This refers to a Yid making a contract with a guy on Shemitah that after Shemitah, this Yid is going to take the guy's plowed field and do work in it for a certain percentage of the yield. And even though this is going to encourage the guy to plow on Shemitah so the field could be ready afterwards, there's no problem because the guy's allowed to plow on Shemitah. However, he's not allowed to do this with a Yid because a Yid's not allowed to plow his field on Shemitah. Furthermore, the mission says, One is allowed to be Machzik Gaim on Shemitah. The Gemara is going to explain what this means, but not a Yid. And furthermore, one's allowed to be because of Darke Shalim. Now the Gemara quotes the Mishnah, and now we analyze this last part of the Mishnah. Ramchi and Imi, they argue what it means, Says, the one can tell the guy, plow your land really well in Shemitah, and I'm going to take it from you afterwards. The other one says, Yasher, you're allowed to tell him Yasher Koyach, call a kavod, good job, but you're not allowed to encourage him to plow his land on Shemitah. And in light of this machloik, as we analyze the last part of the Mishnah, Mad Amar, according to the one that says that what is Machzini De Gaim Beshviyas, Charish Batavos, Va'anon Nasav Lami Nach Basar Shemitah, plow your land good on Shemitah, and I'll take it from you afterwards. So, Ma'ushailim Bishlaiman, what does it mean that you could be Shail Bishlaiman? The answer is Yasher. You could tell him, Yasher Kayach, good job for doing this work in your field on Shemitah. And Manda Amar, Yasher, according to Manda Amar, the Machzikin Yidei Goyim Bishviyas means you tell him, Yasher Kayach, good job. So, Ma'ushailim Bishlaiman, what does it mean to be Shail Bishlaiman? The answer is, Bishalom Yisrael, Shalom Aleichem, that if you see a Yid doing work in his field on Shemitah, you're allowed to tell him, Shalom Aleichem, even though he's being Ivor Navera. And Dalma, there's a story about this. The word Dalma is the way that Yerushalmi says, there was a story, they passed by a Yid who was plowing his land on Shemitah, told him, good job. told him, didn't Rebbe teach us the following? The Pasuk can tell him, says, they will not say regarding the Ivrim, and the Pasuk continues, the brach of Hashem is on you. So Mikan, from here we learn, the one is not allowed to tell a Yid who's plowing his land on Shemitah, so Amrulei told him, you know how to read the Pasuk, but you don't know how to dash in the Pasuk, because this is really what the Pasuk is telling us. Those who pass have never said. Not they will not say regarding those who are Iver. Over here, the word Ivrim means to pass. And who are the ones that pass? This is referring to Gaim. They pass from the world. And the Pasuk is telling us that they have never told a Yid, the Brach of Hashem is on you. What do Yidin tell them? We have blessed you in the name of Hashem. Meaning, a Yid tells a guy, isn't enough for you, the call of all the brachas that come to the world are because of us. But you don't tell us, come and take from this brachas. Not only that, you also place upon us tributes and fines and head taxes and other taxes. In other words, not only do you not acknowledge and thank us for the brachas that we bring to the world, you don't allow us to enjoy whatever brachas we do have because you're constantly taxing us. We have 
have to add in the word Asr, that it's Asr to be Raida with him. Now this has nothing to do with Shemitah, and the only reason why we're bringing this is because this is a quote of the Gemara Navai Zara, and that Gemara Navai Zara quotes the previous Gemara that we just said that does have to do with Shemitah, and since that Gemara ends off with this line that we just said, we also bring it over here. Now what's it talking about? So this is talking about a Yid who's a baker, who's not careful about Tomentara, and to be Raida is the word used to take bread out of the oven. So if Imi Paskind, that one is not allowed to help a Yiddish baker take bread out of the oven if he's not careful with Tomentara, because that means that he's helping him make this bread Tomei, and that's something one's not allowed to do in Eretz Yisrael. Moving on to brand new halacha, halacha Dalid. The Mishnah says, HaMedel Bazesim, someone who's being Medel with olive trees. Now usually the word Medel means to thin out trees planted too close together in order to give them more room to grow. Now this is Asra on Shemitah, unless he's taking these trees for their wood. So a person's doing this with olive trees on Shemitah, and he wants them for their wood. So Beishamah Emer Beishamah says, Yagom. He has to cut them close to the ground. Whereas Beishamah Emer Beishamah says, Yishar, she's even allowed to uproot them. The reason why Beishamah says no uprooting is because it looks like he's preparing the land for planting. Whereas Beishamah says there's no problem to uproot them because since the trees are still going to be close together, even once he removes them, he's obviously not preparing it for planting if he uproots them. However, Maidem, Beishamah agrees to Beishamah that if he's being Machlek, the only way he's allowed to take these trees is if he's Yagom, meaning he has to cut them close to the ground and he's not allowed to uproot them. And that's because there's going to be a lot of space, which technically could be used for planting. Now the Mishnah further clarifies, but Ezu HaMedel, what is Medel? that's taking out one or two trees. And Hamachlik, what's that? Three trees in a row, or three trees next to each other. And so it's in that case that there's going to be a lot of space left that technically could be used for planting. And that's why Beis Hill says that when he's being Machlik, he has to cut them down and he's not allowed to uproot them. Now, by Medvar Murim, when was it said that when he's being Machlik, he's not allowed to uproot them? Mitach Shaloi, only if he's doing it in his field. If he's uprooting them from his friend's field, even if he's being machlik, he's allowed to uproot them, because obvious he's not trying to prepare his friend's land for planting. Continue to talk about taking wood from olive trees, someone who's cutting branches off of an olive tree in order to use them for their wood, he can't cover that place where he cut the branch off with dirt. That's because it improves the tree, but he could cover it with stones or with straw, and that just prevents it from getting ruined. Furthermore, someone who cuts beams off of a sycamore tree. Sycamore trees produce very thick, solid wood, and they were used for beams. He's not allowed to cover that place where he cut the wood off with dirt, because again, that improves it. But he could cover it with stones or with straw. And continue to talk about sycamore trees. No cutting a basulas shikma on Shemitah, because it's proper avayda. Now, what's a basulas shikma? So as we just said, sycamore trees were used for their beams, for their wood, and a person would basically cut it down, and they would regrow, and then he'd cut it down and regrow, and that way, he would get a lot of wood from it. And before the tree was ever cut, it's called a besulas shikma, like a woman who's a besula. Now, the first time it's cut is extremely key in the development of the tree. So one's not allowed to cut it the first time on Shemitah, because that's considered proper avayda, because that really helps promote the growth of the tree, which is asar on Shemitah. Whereas Rav Yudah and Rav Yudah says, kedarka asar, to cut it down like normal is asar. Either he has to cut it ten tfachim above the ground, or he has to cut it right next to the ground. And the reason why the Tanakama asks this is because Xera, maybe he's not going to cut it properly. I think Mara begins by discussing the first part of the Mishnah, and the question is, what's the proper way of being Medel? Does that mean he takes one tree and he leaves two trees? Or does it mean he could even take two trees and leave one tree, even though that means there's going to be a significant amount of land left empty that technically could be used for planting? So Gemara says, Tani Rebbe, Noitel Echad Omenech Shnayim, Abraise was taught in the Bismarck of Rebbe, 
that he could take one tree and he has to leave two. Ask Marvatanin, we learned in our Mishnah, Hamachlik, one who's being Machlik, that's Shloisha Zebitzadzeh, three next to each other. Hamedel, that means a Medel is Naital Shnayim and that he can even take out two and leave one. So Ravyana, Ravyana answers that there's a difference. Masnisa, but Medel, the proper Girsa is Baketchila. The our Mishnah is talking about being Medel from the beginning, meaning he has tons of trees very closely packed together. And so even if he removes two out of every three trees, they're still packed closely enough together that it's not problematic. And Umayyad Tanayi, the base Rebbe, and that which was taught in the base Medesh of Rebbe, the Medel Mekvar, that's talking about a scenario where he was already Medel these olive trees, so he had already removed some, and now they regrew and he wants to remove them again. So in that scenario, he has to take one and leave two because once he pulls these trees out of the ground, there's really going to be a lot of empty space and it's going to look like he's preparing it for planting. I think Mark continues quoting Brysa, in Matzisen one is now allowed to light a fire in an area that has a lot of reeds growing because that's proper Avaida. There's tons of reeds growing in this area and lighting a fire, burning them down is technically preparing it for planting because now there's no more reeds and he can use this area. However, allows. The Brysa continues, also said, a person could plant a non-fruit bearing tree on Shemitah and that's because he's planting it as a fence for his property so it's permitted. One is not allowed to teach his cow how to plow on Shemitah unless he's doing so in a sandy area. Chaylis is like from the word chayl, sand, because over there it's obvious he's just teaching it how to plow and he's not actually plowing land for planting because this is an area that you can't plant in. However, Rabshim Gamliel says, He's even allowed to teach his cow to plow in his friend's field. That's because obviously he's not preparing it for planting. As long as he's not which either means he has to make sure that the rows are not plowed too close together because then it's obvious he's just practicing and he's not actually preparing it for planting or it means that the plow is not allowed to be near the cow because again in that scenario it's obvious he's not preparing it for planting and he's just practicing with the cow. We're going to stop it for the day but pick up tomorrow and continue to talk about similar things. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.